The Atlanta Hawks drop a close one at home to the Nets. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Been off for a few days and we are back in the saddle tonight. The Atlanta Hawks took on the Brooklyn Nets and fall one point short. I know. I know. I know this one hurts. And if you're listening to the podcast, I appreciate you. Let me just say that off the top, because I know folks don't like to listen to podcasts and watch recaps when their team doesn't win. So if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Yes, you. You're the one I'm talking to. (laughs) Hawks fall 114 to 113 in a game that was highly contested back and forth, back and forth. A um, a total of 43 lead changes. I think that's some kind of record. Uh, I don't know. Like, you do enough digging, I'm sure that's some type of record. But uh, a back-and-forth game all game long. We'll talk about it in just a moment. But first things first, want to uh, invite you guys, if you're new to the podcast, first and foremost, if you're new here, Welcome into the podcast. My name is E-Dub. I, I am your host taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Thank you for checking us out. Um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So we invite you always to connect with us on our socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just search Hawks Beat and you will find us there. <laughs> so uh, we also would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. That helps us out in a big way as um yeah, helps us out in a big way in the podcast community. Um, Let's just get into it, man. Let's get into it. It's late. I don't want to waste any time. It's already after midnight. Um, Hawks lose a doozy tonight to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, like I mentioned before, a lot of back and forth. A lot of back and forth. But going into tonight's game, Hawks were actually three-point favorites. Three-point favorites. And... um. Tonight's game was a result of the Hawks not making it, not progressing in the um, in-season tournament. So because they didn't make it in ter- in-season tournament, um, this game was added at the last minute, and the bro- I mean the uh, the Philadelphia game on Saturday uh, was added as well. <clears throat> this game had a weird vibe to it. Very late arriving crowd. It actually got fuller. As the game went on, but when the game started, I was like, oh, wow, this looks like a college park game. Like, 
it was that empty. Like, it, it was wild. And I think that just because they they kind of threw this game on the schedule, so it was kind of hard to fill the arena. Um, for all intents and purposes, I thought the Hawks did a good job of filling the arena for the most part because by, by the end of the game, I was like, okay, like, folks actually showed up, you know. This is a different time. Folks just can't drop things and just go to a game. You know what I'm saying? You got to plan for these. You got to plan for these things. You know what I'm saying? It's, nothing's cheap nowadays. But <clears throat> anywho, um, the Hawks came into this game well rested. Um, they had a few days off, and um, I thought that it would show. And and I think that I mean they didn't look sluggish or anything like that. It was just. Um, Brooklyn is a team very comparable to the Hawks, very comparable to the Hawks. We saw the last time they played, these two teams went back and forth and it came down to the wire. That's just, I guess, what it's going to be against this team. (laughs) That's just what it's going to be. Hawks were on the good side the first part, the first time, and the second time, not so much. Um, I would say, I wouldn't even say for the first three quarters. Actually, for the whole game, this game was just a lot of back and forth. There was not many moments where you were just like, oh, okay, one team is taking control of this game, you know. Um, At one point, the Hawks did have a seven-point lead. Um, But like I said, this game, 43 lead changes. It really was like back and forth. And it was like that the whole game. It's crazy because, like, I I was telling my buddy, shout out to Rashad from – from rolling out i was like yo man like this feels like an all-star game it had like an all-star field teams are kind of going back and forth and i'm like it's going to come down to the fourth quarter whoever wants it you know what i mean um i thought in the totality of things um well let me let me let me let me say who's to me who stuck out to me of course trey young 30 points, 9 assists, and I think what stuck out most was his defense. Like, he played, like, above the clip of normal Trey Young defense, right? So, here's the thing. Some of yous <laughs> are going a little overboard with the Trey Young defense, right? Had a steal tonight. Uh, no, actually... Oh, they didn't give him credit for that steal. He had a steal, but I guess it's, it's not on the stat sheet. Anywho, um, Trey's defense is much improved. I will say that. It's much improved. I think his effort has been much improved. You know, drawing charges and just showing better effort. Trey Young is not your best defensive player. Like, listen to me, folks. Listen to me. Trey Young is not your best defensive player. Please stop saying that. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much. But Trey Young is not your best defensive player. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just not do this. <laughs> okay? I'm not going to pontificate on that. I'm not going to go back and forth. Is he better than he was last year? Yes. Is he making improvements? Yes. And all of that should be applauded. But he is not your best defensive player. Um, um, I'm going to kind of just kind of skim through these notes um, as far as the rotation was concerned. First guys off the bench, Garrison, Bogan, Yanyaka. Um, 
our guy AJ gets another DMP coach's decision. A lot of talk has been about AJ and you know what's going on, what's the move, how's he feeling, and this, that, and the other. I don't know, man. Like I don't got no answers. I really don't have no answer. I tell you the whole time, like I don't, I don't know what the move is. I don't know what the long term play is. The long term play to like sit him and and let him get on the court until he learns what needs to be learned. I don't, I don't know. Um, it would be nice to see him go down to College Park, get a game or two, just get some reps in, you know. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so for the time being, Wesley Matthews is getting those minutes, and uh, that's just what it is. I, I thought in the first half the Hawks looked kind of scrappy. Like, there was some scrappiness to this game, and, and I thought that um, Atlanta – I thought it was going to end out in Atlanta's favor. <laughs> I put on my notes that – um, in the first half, there was 22 lead changes. I was like, oh man, I wonder what that second half is going to look like. Who is going to pull up, pull away? Nobody ever did. Like nobody ever did. Um, also of note, we saw more Clint and Anyeka minutes. So here's the thing with the Clint and Anyeka minutes. I think we're starting to get some bit of a sample size. I think Clint and Anyeka playing together is a good thing defensively offensively not so much <laughs> you put those two guys in there you got to put three guys in there that can put the ball in the hoop because those two guys that is not their forte of course but um you know again i i, I like seeing that duo like I, I i think that they can grow from that i think that it that it could be something you know um he kind of just kind of does it in small chunks and for what it's worth i i, I thought that was okay. That was okay. Um, there was a huge sequence in the fourth quarter. Trey uh, Clint blocks a uh, Mikael Bridges dunk. Trey uh, comes down, nails a huge three. And before I could even type up what happened, Brooklyn came down and scored. Like that was the type of game it was. Like that was the type of game it was. The last minute was. Oh, my gosh. Just the last minute. Listen to this breakdown of the last minute. Brooklyn has the ball. They miss a three. They get the offensive board. And out of all people, Trey gets a steal. Gets a steal. Transition bucket. Um, it was kind of a, a big moment. Bay kind of lost the ball and kind of hung on the rim. Um, he was fouled, so they did not give him the continuation. So um, that actually ended up being a big play. Like, he gets that in, that continuation. Hawks get two. Hawks get three instead of two. And maybe this is going to overtime. I mean, hey, I mean, they won by one. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? So, Bay makes both free throws. Backdoor cut the bridges was a play. And here's the thing. And, and let, me, let me just pause right here. Let me just pause right here. After the game, a lot of folks were upset at DeAndre Hunter. For giving up the shot to Mikael Bridges. The jumper. Not the backdoor cut. The jumper. Um, Bridges hits that midi with like 4.5 seconds left. Still time for the Hawks to get a shot. The game isn't technically over. But people, I mean, right now it's like two camps on DeAndre. Either you're cool with DeAndre or you want him up out of here. And the folks that want him up out of here... They're going to continue to 
They're going to continue to push that thing. And if that's how you feel, that is fine by me. <laughs> it's fine by me. And if you want if you want DeAndre to stay, guess what? That's fine by me. I, I'm, I'm good with you either way. You know what I mean? Like, it's whatever. I am just here to offer perspective. I'm here to offer perspective. Folks, that clip went went around and around on the Twitter. And folks was like, yo, like, to my, uh, let, let me not, let me not, let me say this. A lot of folks were upset, but there was a good amount of rational folks that was like, yo, that was good defense by DeAndre. Like I'd watch, I've literally watched the clip on a loop. That is good defense. It was good defense. He moved his feet. He stayed in front of him. He got his hand up for the contest. He put his hand in Mikael Bridges' face. Go back and look. He put his hand in Mikael Bridges' face, blocking the man's sight. Mikael's 6'9", shot over him, kind of fading back a little bit, and nails the shot. Guys, these are NBA players, and they're really flipping good. They are really flipping good. Sometimes you can play good defense and still get scored on. Now, my thing is, if anybody had an issue, you should have had an issue 20-something seconds earlier when Bridges gets the backdoor cut to put the nets up by one. They get the backdoor cut, put the nets up by one. Now, on the backdoor cut play... You have Bridges, who is just a master of moving without the ball. He's down on the baseline. He comes up, and there was a, a just enough confusion between DeAndre and um, DJ. There was just enough confusion for them to not know what the other one is doing. So DeAndre fakes like he's going to go back out. Dre... And DJ kind of switch, and then he darts back, like at the same, like in the same motion. It was a beautiful play. It was a beautiful play of him moving without the ball and getting open, and uh, the, the guy knowing to look for him. It was a beautiful play, but to me, that is more egregious than DeAndre Hunter giving up the bucket on Mikael Bridges. That's just how I see it. Furthermore, um, after, you know, after he makes a shot, Trey comes down, hits a three. So it's like, okay, like, okay, yeah, like we here. You know what I mean? Um, then, of course, you got the Miles Bridges midi with like four and a half seconds left. I even wrote this during, I wrote this during without even looking at the, without even looking at the, the close up and without even looking at the playback. I said, that's good deep by DeAndre. I said, that was a great freaking shot. It was a great freaking shot, and that's what it was. Um, last play of the game. Hawks inbound the ball to trades, moving on Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr., and um, he doesn't get the call. Doesn't get the call. Do I think that he got fouled? Absolutely. I thought that the elbow was on him. I thought that while he while he was driving, I thought that the elbow was on him, and I thought that Trey um, <clears throat> kind of tried to milk it and go into a shooting motion while 
the arm was on him thinking that he was going to get the call, but he didn't get the call. Sometimes you're going to get the call. Sometimes you're not going to get the call. I don't know for what it is like for a man to be like, Trey just don't get no respect, man. Like when it comes to these whistles, I don't know if it's a, a thing that these refs have against him. I don't know if he talks too much. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Rasheed Wallace thing. I don't know if it's a Draymond Green thing where these refs are just kind of have it out for some of these guys. But man, how you don't how you don't get that call at home? Like that's wild to me. Like stars, you you got to get that call at home. You know what I mean? Uh, so I thought that was problematic. I will also say this in the same vein. I also think it was problematic that Trey missed that bunny. So no one wants to talk about that. Trey missed the bunny with. Uh, <clears throat> Before Miles, before Mikael Bridges came down, and um, before he came down and um, hit that jumper, Trey was going to the hoop, put his man, put the pump fake up, got the man in the air, had a shot at the hoop, point blank range, missed it, missed it. They had the foul. Nets make the two free throws. Then that's when Trey hit the three on Dennis Smith. But that was a big shot. You missed. And my thing is this, guys. Just keep it, keep it, keep it a stack, right? You know, folks get mad when when Clint when he misses bunnies, when DeAndre seems like whatever DeAndre does, folks get mad. But whenever number eleven does it, y'all don't like to hold man's accountable. And I understand it's kind of hard to hold him accountable because he does so freaking much. But at the same time, like you got to make that. Like you thirty and nine, but. Bro, you should be 32 and 9. Like, you got to make that bunny. Like, you're getting paid handsomely. You got to make that bunny, you know? I, I don't think anyone really shot the ball particularly well tonight. I thought it was Trey and Bogey as far as the shots were concerned. Um, DJ was, what, 6 of 16? Um, Sadiq Bey, let me, let, me not, let me not forget him. Sadiq Bey was 7 of 13. Um, Hunter was just okay offensively, I thought. Um, but... I thought Sadiq Bey came out like a monster. Like, I thought he came out like, I was like, okay, man, this dude, gun, guns are blazing. <laughs> guns are blazing. You know, my man's, man's had eight points in the first quarter. And um, I, I liked what I saw out of Bay like the whole game. I, I thought that he even competed defensively, you know. Um, yeah, so it, it, it was kind of a lot there. And, and it's easy to kind of say, you know, the last play made the effect on the game, but it's never just one play. It's never just one play. Um, you can go back and say, hey, if Trey makes that bunny, things change out different. If Bay doesn't get called for that foul, I mean, uh, that goal 10 or whatever, um, then things turn out different. So you can go, you can do this for the all three quarters, you know what I'm saying? All four quarters to be actually, to be honest, but hey. Can't dwell on that. You got to keep moving on. And uh, that's what it is. I mentioned some keys to the game before the game. And, and I normally mention the keys before I go into my notes. So let me just go ahead and shoot my keys out again. Um, if you are on Twitter, make sure you're following Hawks Beat. Um, I always do kind of some quick keys for the game. And then on the podcast, we come back and take a look and see how the Hawks did. Um so tonight I had three major keys for the Hawks, and we'll just kind of go over those real quick, and then I'll give you some fan feedback. Um, first key said, if it's another shootout, 
you better have more bullets. Meaning that if y'all just going to run up and down this court, you better shoot better than them. And you better put that ball in the hoop more times than them. <laughs> Here is a crazy stat. The Nets attempted 94 shots. You know what's crazy? The Atlanta Hawks attempted 94 shots. Brooklyn made 43 and the Hawks made 42. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Like, that is wild, bro. Like, Brooklyn, of course, they shot 40% from three. Hawks got it together that second half. They got that percentage up to 34%. Um, Hawks always do an amazing job on their free throws. They shot 94% to Brooklyn, 70 And <clears throat> I even thought, like, they competed rebounding-wise. Like, I, 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 I made a note that, like, yo, this team is actually rebounding the ball fairly well in the first half. Look up at the end of the game. They out-rebound the Nets 49-45. to Hawks did everything possible to technically win this game. And sometimes it's just a bounce of the ball that's just not in your favor. Like, sometimes it's just a bounce of the ball that's just not in your favor. So, that's kind of what it is, man. That's kind of what it is. Let me, um, I, I teased that, but let me go into this, um, some fan feedback for tonight. See what you guys had to say. Um, of course, uh, my cat Sapphire has something to say. That's why she's in here running around ringing her bell. <laughs> um, let's go to some fan feedback. Let me pull it up. I should have already had it ready. I'm sorry. Um, Yuri the Euro says, get Trey some effing help. <laughs> True to Atlanta. Yeah, man. I, I, again, I thought Trey competed on both sides of the ball. 30 points and nine assists. Uh, there's nothing that you can really say about that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Mans has been cooking. You know, like, he's been cooking offensively. And Mans has been kind of low-key cooking defensively. Again, it's not your best defensive player, but he's been, you know, on both sides of the ball. He's been on both sides of the ball. Um, but thanks for checking in. My guy, I am DJ Yogi. He says, they just have to weather without Jalen. December could ruin their season. Um, <clears throat> I think you're actually right, yo. I, I think you're right, man. Uh, they got to figure something out. Like, and I don't even know what that means. I don't even have a solution. Like, I don't. But they get paid to figure it out. And they need to figure it out, man. You know, Jalen's not going to be back no time soon. So y'all got to find a way to e at least play 500 ball. Like, at least play 500 ball. So, you drop today against Brooklyn. Your next two games are the Sixers and the Nuggets. Like, like, the, like they didn't do y'all no favors. No favors whatsoever. Um, let's see. Uh, Paul Martinez on Twitter said, Once again, this is Trey's team. We don't have centers above average for what we expected, especially on Yekka for me. Hunter promises more than he can do. Bogey makes us believe, but in the end, reality puts us in our place. <laughs> that sounds like a man that is down. <laughs> that man sounds like he is hurting Jack. Somebody need to give him some milk. But, uh, Mr. Martinez, thank you for checking this out, man. I appreciate your comment, man. I appreciate the comment. I always appreciate y'all's comments, man. Um, 
yeah so <sighs> that's what it is man that's what it is I, I i think at the end of the day when you look at this hawks team um they are they are what they are like that's their record they're 9 and 11 and so like do i think that they're better than 9 11 team i guess fully fully healthy yeah but like you know until otherwise noted, this is what you are. You are what your record is, you know. Um, yeah, you are what your record. You you are what your record is. You are what your record is. Um, next up for the Hawks, the Hawks take on the um, Philadelphia 76ers on Saturday, and then they have a back to back with the Nuggets coming in on Sunday. So, kind of a away home back to back. Because, uh, look, guys, nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You got to go out there. You got to figure it out, man. You got to go out there. You got to figure it out. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this pot. Um, I owe you guys one. I promised you guys a mailbag pod. Things got super busy at work. Um, I had my basketball tryouts today, and I have been inundated with that. So, um yes elementary basketball man it goes down it's a lot that goes into it (laughs) it's a lot man it's a lot but i owe you guys a mailbag pod i might just uh wrap it in with my weekly rap pod um but yeah i owe you guys one that's my bad but ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out the podcast we uh will be back on a saturday and uh get into this uh Hawks, and we'll probably do a preview pod. We'll probably do a preview, the preview that's back to back. We'll preview the Sixers and Nuggets. So I'll probably give you a preview pad, a preview pod <laughs> on tomorrow. So uh, check this pod out, and then be ready for Friday because I'll get, I'll shoot you another fresh one. All right, appreciate you guys as always. Like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know Him, you need to find Him, show Him some love because that's all He's showing you. L O B E love. We out. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.